This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. everybody welcome to the hp podcast your weekly gaming podcast from handsomefandom.com i'm your host dustin here with me the beautiful boys brandon hello ben hi and phil hey welcome back phil thank you now phil there's already been a debate do we replace phil with matt i've it's seen impossible. that tossed around that no. is the thing no it's yeah. not possible don't even justify those kind of questions with an answer <laughs> wow yeah Fair enough. Unbelievable. I mean, we wouldn't have the unbelievable sexual tension that we right. do when you're here. Yes, that is true. <laughs> I was thinking on my drive up here, like, I feel like the more that I talk on these podcasts, the crazier and racier I have to get each week because mm. the people kind of expect it. And like, it just kind of it's know. provocative. Gets the people going. Gets people going. Gets people going. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, he can sit in every now and then. He can sit on my lap next time if he wants okay. to. Oh, okay. Fine. You know, whatever. I mean, we okay. may or may not be able to chair. arrange that, yeah. Um, but yeah. 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 It's quite the, the topic of debate. Right. So, how's everybody doing this evening? Doing okay? Yeah. I'm fucking sick of the cold, man. Yep. Yeah. I slipped and fell on my way in. Oh, shit. Are you good, good dog? Yeah. Somebody didn't shovel their sidewalk. So, God right. damn it. Damn. <laughs> you slipped? Where'd you slip? Down at the corner the corner on your sidewalk i purposely Uh-oh. don't shovel that so the high school kids will you didn't shovel so. any of it you bitch no that's still the bus stop that was my bus stop growing up it's, it was mine it as still well. is I, I, that makes sense the yeah. kids have yeah. fucked with his 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 garden gnome <sighs> thing before that's <laughs> right that's my revenge until eventually i get sued for it <laughs> no oh man i do need to shovel though isn't i mean not that this is a good justification i'm not saying it's right but part of my thought was isn't it supposed to snow even more very soon uh, I think it's supposed to be on and off here. Yeah. Also, fuck them kids. Fuck um, kids. So, you know, that's yeah. always, you know. <laughs> Just... Yep. Ben is baffled. Oh. <laughs> He's taken aback. <laughs> I right fell. I didn't bring it up until he asked about it. I wasn't going to Well, complain. I didn't say fuck you. I just said fuck the kids. But I mean, I'm the one who fell, not the kids. I feel bad for you. I, don't you. F- I wouldn't feel bad if a kid fell. That shit's hilarious. <laughs> wow. They're young. They're resilient. They break a bone. And... I caught myself on my hand. Drink but... some milk. It, it didn't. It wasn't fun. How's your Dang. wrist? Uh, it's fine. All right. Yeah, I'm fine. All right. Well, I guess I'm gonna have to shovel for the kids tomorrow. Yeah. You know the. You know we've already injured a member of the team potentially. Two paths lie before you. Fuck them kids. <laughs> shovel that sidewalk. <laughs> you tell me which sounds better. Wow. There's nowhere to go but down from here. Right. Nowhere to go. Well, this is, as I mentioned, the HP Podcast. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. I hope everyone is doing all right. Uh, Yeah, we're excited. We've got a couple different interesting things to talk about this week. Not a ton, but definitely some interesting things. I do have to shout out our Patreon at patreon.com slash handsome phantom, where you can get early access to this show for just a dollar a month. At $3, you can get early access to HP After Dark. Uh, which is our off-topic show, which if you want to check it out for free, you can check out the old episodes. There's a, a feed for that. You can just search on either you know, Spotify or iTunes, HP After Dark, and you will find it, and you can check it out. We hope you find it. Yeah. And, well, I feel like it's that one's easy to find, yeah. right? I don't know. I don't I've search it. for our show. Yeah, it's not too bad. I've searched it yeah. and found it. We got good discoverability. Sure. Yeah. Though it's interesting. So... Is Spotify b- becoming the dominant player for people with podcasts? They're making a move for that, and they're buying up all the small podcasting companies, and they're striking exclusive deals and this and that. I don't know if it's going to take. Dude, they got some big boys, though. But they have they have a huge platform with lots of people already tuned in. Right. But I personally don't like their podcast player, or like their music player. It's okay. Mm. It's fine. It's, like, it's, it, it's nothing special. Right. Right. You know, it's funny. I use I use uh, Spotify for my music, but I actually switch over to just the 
Yeah. Apple, iTunes. Well, that's your, that's a big problem. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a little, little sus. A little sus, yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> because I just learned five minutes ago that all these podcasts were on uh, Spotify. So Yeah. 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 Welcome. Spotify yeah. Welcome. does have an interesting thing where it, it'll play the video simultaneously for like Joe Rogan. That is oh. actually kind of cool. I like that. That is kind of cool. I I've watched because then it you playing can... the video simultaneously. Or is it just playing yeah. the video? I wonder if you if they get like if they double dip with that because you think so. It does that just count towards views through Spotify or is there like an internal YouTube link? I couldn't tell you. I don't know if they just upload straight yeah. there or what. But. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had people asking me about getting Last Stand stuff on Spotify video. And it is currently blocked off. You have to be invited. Yeah. Oh. Exclusive. Wow. But it is neat that you can do both. Anyway, we are on Spotify, not on video, but you can check that out there. Be creepy if we were on video since we don't record it. <laughs> that would be very creepy. Just imagine if it like showed up every week on video. It's like a perfect view from the door. Or something. Yeah, right. Whoa, it's like the, it's like oh. through a keyhole. Obviously, like through your ceiling fan. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Through, yeah, through a comical keyhole. Looks yeah. perfect. Yeah, that's what happens when you let Canadians in your house. You end up with cameras all over the place. Damn, Damn. dude. Yep. I know so, Dave. The, the, Dave planted those last couple years ago. Is that is that the sentiment? He's making making some extra scratch off of. Uh, our videos awesome. and all kinds of things that happen in this room. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Who knows? You got that right. So you got deba- that right. Sorry, mom. The debauchery. Yeah. Right. Ooh. Man. Boy. Phil's <laughs> cracking himself up here. Uh, I was trying to say that I've cranked a couple off just since I've been here and I couldn't wow. get it out. Wow, I couldn't dude. get it out he, he without out. a laugh. So that's all right. Uh, Isn't that the worst when you like you think of something really funny yeah. and then you start laughing at your own joke? Yeah, just it just happened. It. I've, I've yeah. done that. Yeah. We literally just uh, we've recorded that happening to me just yeah. now. So that's, <laughs> yeah. Rewind about 30 seconds to revisit if you'd like. Right. Right. Nope. Nope. The deed's done. Just gonna have to go home and crank. <laughs> Uh, all right. That's right. All right, all soldier right. boys. <laughs> <laughs> Snap a couple off. Damn. Man. All right. All so right. my first news item I have is that Cyberpunk, <laughs> a.k.a. Uh, CD Projekt Red, got cyber attacked. Kind of ironic situation here. But they put out a tweet today with this statement. It said, yesterday we discovered that we have been a victim of a targeted cyber attack, which do... Due to which some of our internal systems have been compromised, an unidentified actor gained unauthorized access to our internal network, collected certain data belonging to CD Projekt Red Capital Group, and left a ransom note, in, note the contents of which we release to the public. Although some devices in our network have been encrypted, our backups remain intact. We have already secured our IT infrastructure and have begun restoring the data. We will not give in to the demands nor negotiate with the actor being aware that this may eventually lead to the release of the compromised data. We are taking necessary steps to mitigate the consequences of such a release, in particular by approaching any parties that may be affected due to the breach. We are still investigating the incident. However, at this time, we confirm that to our best knowledge, the compromised system did not contain any personal data of our players or users of our services. We have already approached the relevant authorities, including law enforcement and the president the personal data protection office as well as it forensic specialists and we'll closely cooperate with them in order to fully investigate this incident so they did attach the ransom note and it's cool because it's literally so funny a screenshot of (laughs) a note of a word note that basically just says dude this is awesome hello cd project (laughs) has all these exclamation points you have been epically pooned (laughs) We have dumped full copies of the source code uh, from your Perforce server for Cyberpunk 2077, Witcher 3, Gwent, an unreleased version of Witcher 3. We have also dumped all of your documents relating to accounting, administration, legal, HR, investor relations, and more. Also, we have encrypted all of your servers, but we understand that you can most likely recover from backups. Uh, if... If we will not come to an agreement, then your source code will be sold or leaked online and your documents will be sent to our contacts and gaming journalism. Your public image will go down the shitter even more and people will see how shitty your company functions. Investors will lose trust in your company and the stock will dive even lower. You have 48 hours to contact us. Wow. Is this just a Reddit, bro? (laughs) Almost definitely. Because it kind of sounds like it. I have a theory. Yeah. 
I think this is what Ben Affleck's been doing and why he needs all that Dunkin' to fuel him every day. Holy mm. shit. He has been drinking a shit ton of coffee to keep himself awake for such a project like this. Holy wow. Fuck. So I think Are this you guys good all friends or I've just seen all the all the all the paparazzi uh, <laughs> pics of him. My man's crushing some Duncan. Dude, I crush Duncan. Yeah, but does that mean I'm hacking? He's 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 going with like four large coffees a day or something. I don't know. Okay. He's hitting the sauce. Imagine Imagine having a life where you can't even go get some Dunkin' Donuts I coffee. I can imagine. Without <laughs> yeah. being hassled. It's terrible. I have that on a very micro level, but not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fair. The not good like news that. for CD Projekt Red is nobody really knows what they look like here. So mm. They could probably go get their coffee in the United States if they wanted to. True. Most likely. Yeah. So what you're saying is, what do they have to complain about? That's exactly so what I'm saying, hacked. actually. I mean, Whatever. just put out some more bad games. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's all we Damn, ask. Damn, dude. Here's my thing about that statement. Uh, or about that that ransom note, whatever. Having the source code for those games leak is probably not a great thing, but like that's going to be attainable, if not already, for some of those games at some point. Right. Even the personnel data, like, I'm sorry, millions and millions of people's data gets breached every year. I think anybody who has a credit card has had a data breach in the last five years. That sucks, and it's not good. And people can do bad stuff with that info if they want. But it's not the worst thing. The investor relations, the personnel files, that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's where they re- that's where they actually make, that's the real damage. That's where they make them look bad. That's why they ended with that. They know yeah. that's what's important. Right. Well, here's yeah. my question, too. So, obviously, there was, like, an internal breach at CD Projekt Red. Does this bleed over into GOG at all? Well, you think it was internal? I was going to say, I wouldn't say it's in necessarily internal. Well... Same question. Right. Um, well, they said that I would I would assume that there would be GOG related documents, which for listeners out there, that's for good old games. That's their like Steam like distribution platform. But um, I don't they already said that they don't think that the users are weren't included to their best knowledge. I would imagine they have they're in separate databases. Yeah. But I think you guys are onto something here because. You know, you mentioned, Ben, the investor relations PR stuff, especially with the recent, you know, th- three months for them. Like, well, just think of the HR stuff, like how like, OK, maybe they have documentation. I'm ju- I'm not accusing them. I'm just speculating. Somebody gets accused of sexual assault and they settle it and then nobody ever gets to talk about it again because it's sealed and there's been a settlement, whatever. But like. That's retained somewhere in their files. So if something like that gets out, it's like, oh, look, they're covering up sexual assault. Again, not accusing of that, not even saying that's on the table. I'm just saying that's a possibility of something that could happen with files like that. Well, I mean, theoretically, too, you have to assume based on the backlash that there would be some sort of human resources documents that had to do with issues in the company and why things went the way they did and how they went a certain way. That getting out surrounding all the controversy with why the game was released the way it was i mean there could be theoretically even you know metaphorical targets painted on certain people's heads if the right names got released and it 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 just all sounds bad yeah i mean it really does well and brandon to add to that like they've made so many public statements saying oh we didn't know we believed this yeah right which we all know is bullshit yeah we've talked about exactly But if there was internal emails between people saying, like, the PS4 version, the Xbox One version isn't ready, someone say, it's okay, we'll just have to fix it afterwards, we know, like, you know what I mean? Like, right, basically, exactly. a paper trail saying, like, yeah, you're lying. Right. Yeah. More than we already yeah. know about. Right. No, that's pretty crazy, man. Do you guys think there's documents, like, between them and Sony about regarding the takedown of their game? Like, stuff like that, there would, even? There would have to be somewhere now mind you obviously we don't know a whole lot about the content clearly has it been 48 hours since this has happened no this no. happened earlier today okay. matter of fact by the time this gets to free feeds it will probably already that 48 hours will have expired yes what, that's what, correct. what results from that who knows but right yeah this is i mean it sucks yeah and it's one of those things that like could this, let's say the worst possible scenarios that we've hypothesized about right now happen. Does this like kill CD Projekt Red? 
Mm. It depends on what's in there. Yeah, it would really depend on the contents, like I said. I think they'd really be getting into some hot water if, like what you said, Dustin, like known negligence. Then they would have like reparations to their stockholders and everything. Right. You know, because putting out an official statement's one thing, but being able to point to something exactly, that paper trail, and say, hey, this is... we." You sent this email at this date on this time to this person, right? That's not going to help them in their uh, in their loss ongoing lawsuits. Exactly. No. Both with uh, if that's the case, if those things are out there, so I'm sure their stockholders, of course, are going to be able to say that they were defrauded. But everybody who bought the game is going to be able to claim fraud. Well, this in and of itself, I mean, even before any information, if and when it ever is going to be leaked, is taking place, like. If they tweeted this out, this could make people sell their stock just just for this. Right. You know, l- let's say it's a bluff even. It still sure. could negatively affect them dramatically. Right. And that's why I saw some people online hypothesizing that this was faked. And I'm like, no. you know, you don't fake something like this. Yeah. Like, there's that's... no PR that can come out of this that's good. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, Fortnite fucking around with Apple's one thing, you know, and they got the money to burn. But like, this is... This seems a little bit different. Yeah. You know, joking about leaking internal documents is on a on a way different level, man. Yeah. I don't know. Any other thoughts about this? I don't want to. We can sit here and, you know, speculate, speculate forever. But well, I just want to say I I don't think this is in any case an isolated incident. Obviously, this was specifically targeted at, at them. But even within the gaming sphere, you have to imagine that we know that people get hacked frequently um studios get hacked it's just that maybe they catch it beforehand it makes me wonder like how many other studios have gotten hacked and did they receive a ransom letter well, and everything else also cd project red has a lot more to lose oh that, yeah that's you know what i'm saying? saying like this so. is a bigger deal because of who it is right and the and the rest of the situation around everything but yeah and you have to imagine it, if that letter is real and i don't have any doubt that it is uh, and if those people actually, you know, actually have their information as opposed to just bluffing to try to get the money, they would have read what they could before they went to for a ransom. Right. And because like you said, Phil, they know that the important information is not really about their employees data. Right. I mean, that's important, obviously, and it's specifically important to those in the individual employees. But in the scheme of things, you just buy your employees some credit checks and move on with your day. That's right. what all the major companies do. But if these ransom people know that, or these hijackers know that uh, there's some sensitive data that could really tank cyber, tank CD project and CD project knows that there's some sensitive data that could tank them. Yeah. It's, it's a bit more of, of an issue. Right. But, yeah. Well, that's, I don't know. Do you want, like you, Ben, you brought up, Maybe this happens in other instances in the industry that we don't even know about. Is it possible that other companies do pay the ransom and just move on? I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are instances of that. Yes. So it's interesting that with CD Projekt, I mean, they're very wealthy company. Right. Uh, They made a lot of money on Cyberpunk, all said and done. And so, you know, they maybe would be able to afford that ransom. But I don't know. Maybe it's a thing. I, I just, I I don't know how these situations pan out. I think uh, if I were them, obviously I don't know what I'd be thinking, but I would, I would be thinking if, if this were me and I were in their spot, we could pay them the money and then they could choose to still release everything. Exactly. So right. if we're screwed either way, why not try to look like the good guys in this situation rather than the bad guys and look and lose money in the process? We do not negotiate with terrorists. That's right. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Did they literally say that? Probably. Uh, they said they uh, they would not negotiate. We will not give into demands nor negotiate with the actor, being aware that this may eventually lead to the release of compromised data. So, and the reason that's in a notepad, if I had to guess, is because like they went into their computer or their servers or something and then just, and like put it there where they'd see it. Right. Well, they said something about it. It seemed like from that ransom note that basically they went and encrypted all their, their data. Right. Which means that they couldn't access it, yeah. but they have backups right. for that. But still that means they have 
access. Yeah. So, so they not only took information, but the information that was still there, they encrypted. Right. <laughs> like, God. It's yeah. brutal. Not good. So we'll update yeah. next week because I'm sure this is just the beginning of this story, most likely. It's also sad, though. Like, I remember years ago, probably on Adventure Mode even, like, talking about how great a company they were and how much they love their fans. And They're still the same company, Phil. I know, but it's just sad to see them, yeah. you know, where, yeah. how fast the story can flip. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like um, we've seen a lot of these uh, redemption arcs, right, with either No Man's Sky or something like that. And I just don't, I don't get the vibe that if this game is fixed, that their redemption is the same, the same, yeah, you know, yeah. Because of the way it was handled. Right. Which, I mean, arguably, I mean, No Man's Sky, they, Sean Murray really fucked up. Yeah. In the way he went and talked about that game, you know? So, I don't know. It's hard to say. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Let's talk about something a little more lighthearted. Ben, this one's for you. Crash Bandicoot 4 is coming to PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and two new platforms, the Switch and PC. So the next-gen versions and the Switch version are coming on March 12th. These will be at 4K, 60 frames per second, and you'll be able to buy it like on a PS5 or a Series X disc for $59.99, which is technically, I think, the normal price. It's been regularly on sale, but I don't right. believe it's received a price drop. Interestingly, though, the Switch version will be $39.99. I'm sure it's going to run at a less oh, integrity. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm thinking... Like 12, 30, <laughs> 30 FPS, 720 or something like that. I don't know. 480p. 480. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, so, it already would run on 7, 720 just on the screen. Yeah. Right. 1080 max. Honestly, this game, Ben, I'm curious. I feel like it kind of doesn't look great on the current on PS4 when I've played it. I feel like it's noticeably not sharp. I've only played it on the PS5. So wait, let me... So have I. I just mean like the, the PS4 current, version. The PS4 version. I didn't think it looked bad for what it is. Right. Are they just putting through a patch? Because now we need to be specific. Are they just putting through a patch for PS5? Or you said they're selling it on disc. Is it going to be a PS5 version? This is a PS5 version. I'm glad you brought that up because it'll be a free upgrade if you already own the disc. Oh, cool. So there's that. And it will have specifically on PlayStation 5 a... Well, I don't know. I don't know if this is PS5 and Xbox, because usually Xbox is pretty good about save transfers. Right. But the PS5 version will have a save transfer oh, that's good. system. Oh, cool. Where you basically go and you upload it to it. You have to boot up the PS4 version, upload it, and then move it over to cool. the PS5 version. All right. Yeah. I mean, do you have any final thoughts on that game, Dustin? That's a, So I started it and played through probably the first... I don't know, eight to 10 levels. And then just other stuff kind of came up. So this is like a good opportunity for me to like dive back in. Right. I feel like. Yeah, especially you already have it. If it's the free upgrade, I mean, that's right. a win-win. So. Yeah. And one other thing is that it will, they made sure to say in their press release that it will have adaptive trigger support on the PS5. I'm trying to think of when you even use the triggers on that game. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Adaptive <laughs> buttons, adaptive face buttons. I'm, just I'm sure they'll work in something that yeah. uses them. I don't know. 
right? <laughs> use the use the face buttons and the the joysticks, right? I, for the most part, there's not a whole lot of controls in that game. Do you ever shoot anything like a bazooka? Maybe I'm a little further in the game than you are, but I can't remember any time. The only thing I could think of is when you use the um, the grappling hook. But do you? I don't think you use a trigger for that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Man. Anyway, they're doing something. Something yeah. with something. the adaptive triggers. It has adaptive trigger support, but you'll never use them. So therefore, <laughs> it supports exactly what you need. Exactly nothing. No, I'm just I was thinking about adapt. So I haven't really played any shooter games on my PS5, really. But Hitman has adaptive trigger support, and I don't feel like it's very good. I gotta bring by Cold War one day. I think it felt real good with Cold War. Yeah, it's like. something that is yeah. not good for long haul in Cold War. Yeah, and the adaptive triggers absolutely fucking destroy your battery. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, when they're on, I feel like it drains very fast. Hmm. Interesting. Anyone else have that? I don't. I don't have shooters on it. That's what I found, but. Yeah, like on zombie modes or something, man, 100%. Something where I'm like not feeling like I need a little bit of an edge, less of a distraction from the vibration or the, the trigger. It's great. Yeah, I got to bring it over sometime. Yeah, that'd be cool. My keyboard doesn't vibrate. Damn, dude. Damn, vibrating keyboard. Adaptive. Adaptive. Ad like the W button <laughs> gets harder to press. Your fucking caps just wiggle right off. <laughs> so while we're talking... <laughs> <laughs> While we're talking about the adaptive triggers, I've been seeing more and more reports of people having them break. Really? Yeah. Have you guys seen this at all? Or no? Mine did something weird the other day when I was playing something. One of them, it kind of like I don't know, made like a clicking sound, and I thought it was going to break off. Oh. Like it just it sounded weird. That was my biggest fear with the adaptive trigger, yeah. the internal components. I'm yeah. saying if I'm pressing. And obviously, don't be a jackass and try and press it down as hard as you can if it's stopping you. But like that was mine is there has to be some element of wear and tear here. And whenever you're pushing these elements together with force, it's yeah. not just like a normal trigger push, you know. And I couldn't tell if it was like a click in the game because I had the headset on, I think. Maybe not. No, I wouldn't have. But like, yeah, it just felt like it was breaking. And I didn't know if that was, you know, right. And it, it was only one. I was doing something. Fuck, I can't remember what I was playing, but... What were people saying, Dustin, just that it was like... So, I've heard specifically that basically, because if I... Is there's like a spring or something that basically, like, it will lose its tension. Huh. So you're... It basically just turns into a normal... Right. Trigger. I think it's like two separate cogwheels that, like, are right. resistant on each other. Yeah. So... So, I've seen reports of that. If, if anyone's had that happen to us, let us know, because I'm just curious... About. I've seen people talk about the fact that there are people say, reporting that, but I've yet to see anyone yeah. who actually says that directly. I want I'm picks. not disputing it. I'm I just... want pics and videos. I want to see. No, mm -hmm. I, don't, I mean, like, I've seen like articles written. People are reporting that this is happening, but I've not seen the people reporting that. Right. Yeah. Anyway, that is, again, like I said, March 12th is when that's coming. Cool. It's when you could break your adaptive triggers right yeah. off of the crash. <laughs> on crash, <laughs> on crash. When you throw your controller that you don't use those triggers for because right. the game's so damn hard. <laughs> All right. So this next one is a Jason Schreier joint. Next. Uh, <laughs> we'll just, I have the details here. This comes from his story over at Bloomberg. And that <laughs> basically Electronic Arts is holding a meeting this week, the executives are holding a meeting. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. To to, to decide the fate of Anthem. So <laughs> we basically Bioware came out after the whole release and drop off of the game, saying that they were working on a new version of Anthem that was called at the time uh, Anthem Next. And there's currently been about 30 people working on Anthem Next from when they started the project to now, which how long has it been? When did Anthem come two out? Two years, over I think. A year ago. Yeah. I think it's probably close to two years. But so, this project has been going for over a year. Right. <clears throat> so 30 people have been on the project and executives are basically going to review what's been done so far and then decide whether or not they want to continue or if they are just going to, you know, cut it off and cut their losses, cut their losses. Right. Bioware has said or people within Bioware that have spoken off the record or 
you know, on the record privately has said, I guess, is that off the record? Um, anonymously, anonymously would be the right word. Right. Yeah, I think basically that if, if they decide they want to go through with Anthem next, they need to triple the team in order to finish it and to produce the new content that, you know, if they want to make this a live service game, they need to continually add There's no world so, where 90 people need to be working on such a stupid project. Hear me out. Listen to this. You're going into EA's boardroom. You see the mass grave of studios to the left. You look to the right and you see the, the, the Mr. Money bags with the monocle on the right. And you go up to them and you say, hey, we've been working on this game. Awful numbers. Still hasn't improved very much since launch. Can you give us more money? It's been two years. Right. How do you think that's going to fucking... You know what EA does to studios. Yeah. Why not just cut your losses, man? Because it's... Yeah. Well... The studio or EA? I yep. guess. Yeah. <laughs> right. Here's my thing about this entire thing. This is a story because it's about a big game or a game that could have been big or should have been big. This is something that happens every day in the video game world. Yeah. People sit down and evaluate where their project's at, whether it's before or after release. They sit down and evaluate where their project's at, figure out how much more money they got to dump into it, and guess on what the ROI is going to be, and then make a decision on whether to pull the plug or keep going. Games get canceled constantly that we've never even heard of. And so while this is an important story because it's about Anthem specifically and EA is involved and Bioware is involved, I don't understand why this is a story because mm-hmm. it's not, it's, it's normal. Like that companies have meetings to decide if a game is going to continue on or not all the time. Is it possible that the people of Anthem think that the public will outcry say, no, <laughs> please don't cancel our game. Please don't bring it behind the shed and put it down like old yeller. Is that what they think is going to happen? Maybe well, all, I mean, honestly, though, so, so, so hear me out, though. You release these earnings. What Ben's saying makes sense. This happens every day. So what's the point in making a big deal about it then? Well, because it's, it's considered the source. Yeah. I mean, he kind of wrote the book on the process of Anthem, right? Yeah. Almost okay. literally. That's fair. I guess that, I mean, I think, Ben, that you're mostly right that, you know, these types of things happen all the time. It is, I guess what makes it a little different in my mind is just that they're, they've already announced this project and that they're working on it and kind of made this like, we're going to make it right, you know? And so to have that pulled out, I mean, that would be a, uh, whether or not people want it, it's going to make Bioware look bad, even worse. But honestly, they already are kind of in the shitter at this point. I mean, mean, they've gotten some good grace from Mass Effect. Yeah. The legendary edition. What what we're saying though are not is not at odds because you're right, but again that kind of thing also happens. Games that have already been announced and even have release dates get tentative release dates get canceled. So like it's not it's not crazy that that yep. could happen, right? Yep. Yeah, I just think that the odds aren't looking good. Yeah, it doesn't seem unless there is some sort of miraculous turnaround with very high potential for microtransactions that seems like it's going to work. I just don't see EA biting. I really don't. One of the big questions I have is that Anthem was one of the best-selling games of the year that it came out. Right. My question is, was that enough to pay for the game? No, because it was selling for two bucks like that same year. (laughs) No, I mean, the first few months of that game sold really strongly. Yeah, at full price. I think within the first six months to a year, though, you could get it for five bucks or less. Yeah. So part of me, I mean, it's interesting because the people that really like that game, I've heard the the sentiment in that this game was good. I enjoyed it. I played it. I feel like I got my money's worth. I wish there was I wish it was better. I wish there was more content, but I don't feel like I got burned. Yeah. So maybe it's just an EA thing where they're. You know, based on their investment, they were hoping for more multi-year gains. Right. Whereas it was a one-year. Well, dude, game. they wanted yeah. it to be like that. Yeah, exactly. So, like, they wanted it to be a exact, game like, like that. Destiny. You should never feel like, all right, I got what I came for. Like, you should never feel satisfied with a game like that. Yeah, it is a service type game. Yeah. You know, like, 
Yeah. I don't Gives know. blowies and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. Exactly. Whoa. Different service? Okay. <laughs> Different service. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so we will, I don't know. It's possible. It's possible that they could come out and make an update next. I think we'll probably not hear about this again for a while, whether it's yeah. canceled or decided that it's worthwhile. I think that they will go quiet for a lot longer. Well, I agree officially, but somebody told Jason about this meeting. Somebody's going to tell Jason about what happened at that meeting. True. Yeah. This also might be the last person that will actually talk to Jason. So he just has to report on whatever he can get. Right. So mm. I don't right. know. Yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of people are probably still talking to Jason. Yeah. Nah. But I couldn't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Been blocked by him for a while. So right. <laughs> couldn't tell you what he's talking to do or about or anything. So fuck them kids. Phil, I have, <laughs> I have one story that I put in here. You brought this up earlier. Fantastic. EA or E3. What am I saying? EA. E3 mm-hmm. could be going digital this year. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Here's what we know. This comes from Video Game Chronicle. Video Games Chronicle. I've summarized three major points from their article, and then I have it if we want to try to investigate more. According to a pitch document that they got their hands on, the plan is there would be three days of live streamed coverage during... The normal time of E3, which is June 15th through 17th, would include multiple two-hour keynote sessions, an award show, a preview night, and many other streams. So the other aspect is that one major game company is they found out that through a source that they've already decided to opt out and do their own stream. And part of the reason is because E3 uh, would cost a six figures. Yeah in order to be a part of their festivities. Now, so uh, let me let me see. What do you guys, first of all, and Phil, I'll, I'll throw this to you on first because sure. you're, you're very passionate about the idea of, you know, going to E3 again and the in-person event. I am very event. passionate about it, yeah. What are, you, what are your thoughts about this? I was disappointed because I think until I read that, I had hope that we'd be there this summer. So I don't know. I thought it would be scaled back. I thought it would be, you know, just kind of maybe – um, instead of a week long thing, more like a PAX where, you know, it, the three days of E3 was the three days of E3, but I was bummed. Um, but not at all surprised. It's, it seemed like we were heading to a place last year before kind of everything shut down that they were kind of on their way out anyway. So, um, what I can't believe is that they want to charge people that much money to, <laughs> to just put their content in one place, I guess, instead of, I don't know, that doesn't make any sense to me. Nobody's going to do it. So, right. Yeah. I so mean, we had, we had dinner before this, and something yeah. you said to me that I thought was a pretty good point was this isn't the 90s or even early 2000s where you need a place to host your stuff. Right. You can hop on YouTube and do whatever you want, live stream however many people want to yeah. watch for free. Yeah, literally. you don't need a centralized place with right. that showing. And um, I think they're just grasping right now to figure out a way to make some money. And um, well, yeah, it sucks. And that's the thing that I'm wondering. And I don't know, Ben, I'm curious if there's any business aspect that you could think of that E3 thinks that what they're doing is more valuable than what Jeff Keighley is doing with uh, the Summer Games Festival. Like, surely they would have to have some kind of argument that's like, hey, this is worth the, you know, six figures that we're asking for. I'm sure they're making that argument, but I'm not sure what it could possibly contain the argument. And also I think what Jeff did was great. And I like, I like the direction it was, but if anything, what that does is points out the fact that you don't need somebody like Jeff, or you don't need somebody to organize it because frankly, I've heard from, a number of people and seen on you know discord and everything else people being like oh there were so many events happening that i couldn't keep track of them and i just tuned out and granted that may be an advantage to having an e3 where everything's consolidated but like just no like i don't know the roi again i'm bringing up roi but the roi on spending minimum a hundred thousand right. dollars versus losing a few people watching because your event's not part of E3 in a world where information travels faster than you can speak it. Yeah. Especially via Twitter. 
there's just no I mean CD Projekt made that announcement at like 3 this morning or something yeah. And by 3.30, I looked at Twitter right before I went to bed, and my entire timeline was just people tweeting about that. I'm like, wow, I haven't even seen the initial announcement. I'm already seeing takes on it. Yeah. Like, we don't... It, Jeff's event just proved to me that as much as I want it, you don't really need a consolidated place. That sucks. From a business point. So From a, Right. Are they just... But that's what it is. That's all. Right. You know. Are they just under the impression that it's like, oh, well, it's E3. Yes. And they're just, brand, like, they're pushing so hard into their brand that it's, like, doesn't make sense anymore? I think like, that's been the case for a while. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like it's one of those things where they have to push this idea of the, I don't know, E3 royalty or whatever you want to say, the prestige of E3, because they, as we've talked about on this show, the ESA the governing body that represents the video game industry to the U S government and beyond makes half of their income from E3. Right. So the other half is from subscription fees to be a part of ESA. Right. So I feel like this to me feels like just like a desperate attempt. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It sucks. We thought maybe last year would be the last year. Will this year be the last year? I don't think this is going to happen. Yeah, I, I don't think... I, I think 2019 was probably the last year. Man, isn't that crazy? If it's we were crazy. at the last E3... I was thinking about that, because like me and you were at the last Cornerstone Festival, and then be at the last E3. Like, I've been to a lot of big events that ended. Yeah. <laughs> like, while we were there. This is That's, your fault. Yeah, probably, yeah I was yeah. going to say, you guys thinking about I just, you, or... <laughs> I got a little weird this morning, like when I first saw that news, and... Kind of saw some articles about how they were probably going all digital. And, um, man, I'm glad we got to go, though. Like, that was, you know, a weird little, yeah. I don't know, bucket yeah. list type of thing. So, yeah. Makes you wonder. Glad I didn't wait one more year. Makes say, you yeah, wonder. Makes you, yeah. 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 It's, uh, definitely the times are changing. And I mean, this does come back to part of the conversation we had a few months ago about the fact that PAX is shooting for June. Yeah. yeah. For PAX East. And so it's like the week after Memorial Day. Like the week of Memorial Day, maybe even. Yeah. yeah. I just looked at the calendar, I saw that. It's, yeah. it's around there. Yeah. So while we're talking about this, I just think would, I'm I'm curious what you guys think. When PAX initially said that it was a few months ago, pre vaccine. Yeah. Right. I'm just wondering if we're really on pace that, that could that they could pull it off in June. I'd love it if they could. I think, well, first of all, they said that was those were going to be the dates, but they also said in that initial release when they announced the dates that what something along the lines of whatever form that takes, whether in person or online, you know, et cetera. So they were already setting it up that you should reserve these dates even if it's online. We hope it's physical, but if it's online, these are the dates. Y'all want me to take a week off of work to sit in my house? Yeah. <laughs> Watch TV. Uh, hey, right. that actually sounds so, so right. We should just that go to Boston. <laughs> we just go off and... We just go to a hotel and just watch <laughs> just it like cover we're there, it from dude. there. Yeah. <laughs> I would do that. Yeah, fuck, I'd I do it. I actually would do that. <laughs> uh, all the expense with none of the fun. Right. That's true. That's true. That's true. But, so I think they were already setting up for that. Yeah. But I don't, Let's say the government, the CDC, whoever, comes out and says, it's safe to have events now. Yeah. Do whatever you want. We're totally cool. Yeah. That's not going to happen. But let's say that's the case. We're, you're totally cool. Throw caution to the wind. Get together with 100,000 of your best friends. I'm listening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've still got plenty of people. I'm not saying this is good or bad, but plenty of people who are not going to do that. I think it's tainted for years. Yes. All big events. So even if they were able to legally and safely have a big event by that point, even if literally 100% of Americans or people who would go to that have the vaccine and no one's going to die from coronavirus anymore, et cetera, people still aren't going to go. They're not going to go back to restaurants anytime soon. They're not going to go back to theater anytime soon. They're not going to go back to... And that's just the reality. Hmm. Well, I don't know. It works for me because I will be at all those places with less Without people them. at them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so I'm, I'm not saying they shouldn't do it. I'm right. saying yeah. it was probably already going to be a smaller event, even if it was we had the all clear signal, which I don't think at this point we're going to. But even if we did. 
They just have it at the Chipotle across yeah. the street. Yeah. Just come over and grab at a that, tofu burrito. and At that construction site they've been working <laughs> yeah, on for right. 10 years. Right, right. yeah. Man, it yeah. would be cool if it was in person because I love the idea of being in Boston and not freezing my ass off. Yeah, it's we nice. Can, I was there Memorial Day weekend we one still time. still go. Super nice. Yeah. Just can't do anything. Yeah, yeah we, just, we, we just like go to the convention center. We're like, can we just like walk around yeah. for a little bit and just... We can still do all the fun things in life. Dude, when um when lockdown was really heating up, I remember seeing photos of the convention hall as like a makeshift, like a hospital. That's crazy. I don't think they ended up they really needing it. it. Yeah. But it was weird because I was like, oh, that's where... Right. That's, we've been there. Damn. Wow. So, yeah, who knows what will happen? I don't know. I Not to get too outside of the realm of games here. I just don't. I can't tell what the vibe is of the general public. Right. And I th- I mean, probably because it's so divided about. No, it's because the online banter. Yeah. Doesn't match the actual sometimes even the opinions of those people saying the online banter. But definitely doesn't reflect the general population. And again, I'm not saying that's good or bad or right or wrong. I'm just saying, like, you can't judge things from social media because yeah. one, the group of people you follow is going to overall lean one way or the other on everything, whether it's is a good game good or bad, or is the president good or bad? You know, things that are inconsequential all the way to things that matter an incredible amount. So, like, I don't know. There's always going to be some sort of tilt to everything you see online but then there's also a tilt to everything you see in person because you interact with people who are probably close-minded to you you live in an area that has a certain mindset i I don't know it's all just it's impossible to tell dustin are you saying that murica needs a vibe check we need a vibe check (laughs) for sure i mean that's my favorite thing about biden being president though is we just don't hear about biden yeah like i love not hearing about the president every day i don't care who the president is right i don't need to hear about him every day and i love that i don't anymore yeah so that's cool yep we're there so i i did not watch the super bowl at all yeah Yeah. this year right so my question were there people there oh yeah Yeah. tons of people like twenty five thousand. lots of people somebody streaked on the field Really? Yeah, I missed that. That yeah. seems to be the Super Bowl seems to be a very polarizing topic this year. Yeah, it's a great topic this year. I think it's great. So, did <laughs> they like space out the, the Some, seats or Not really. They put cardboard cardboard cutouts like around. So it looked full, but it, I, this was a lot of people real close together. I mean, it's Florida. It's, it's Wild West. I was going to say, nobody I was going to say, you could do nobody give a damn down Is there. Is that strategic? Well, to I'm, have the Super Bowl in Florida? No, it just happened it's to work out that a, way. A warmer warm area. Yeah. It hasn't been in that snow. stadium since like 2009. Oh. So. But they yeah. have those it's been a minute. locations planned out years in advance. Yeah, three or four, at least three or four years ahead. Well, yeah. Also, I know Florida is one of those like make your mind up about it yourself yeah. type Fuck states. Fuck them kids. <laughs> so, kind of states. Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. fine. I mean. Yeah. I, I learned know, something from the Super Bowl, though. What? I learned something from the Super Bowl. You like the weekend? I, I love the weekend. The weekend's great. I've been listening to the weekend for like the last six months, pretty much. I like, was listening to it before this. Yeah. I want to go back and watch the performance because I didn't get a chance to it's see good. it. It's good. I was listening to his music before it even came out. <laughs> it sounded like that. It sounded <laughs> just like I was listening no, to I, the weekend. I'm fairly new to the, the weekend within the last like six months or so, but like his stuff is very good. Yeah. About the time he didn't get nominated for album of the year and he got real pissy because I really like folklore and I thought that was a great album and should be nominated. So I started yeah. listening to his stuff and I realized he was right. A man got, you know, really thrown under the bus and not nominated for yeah. best. Uh, whenever you, best album. um, whenever you shit talk the the judges, they don't really like that too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's not regardless right. of what academy you're yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. shit talking. He immediately came out and was furious yep. about it. So that'd be the end of that. But you know, the weekend, very good. Yeah. Well, we uh, I I was trying to tie that back into uh, what we were talking about, but you know what? It doesn't matter. All right, All I've, right. Got, I've got three quickies for you guys. Just three. All right. I like First a good of all, quickie. There's a 4K 60 FPS patch for the Division 2 on PS5 and Xbox Series X. All right. Do we Anybody have a, hopping back in? Do we have a kazoo we can play? Oh. <laughs> Just like some really anti ben, I think type shit. I think you're the only one that has it on console. Yes. I have it on console. I don't know if I'm the only one. Are you tempted? No. No? Okay. I really enjoyed the time I spent with it. I don't ever really care to play it again. That's fair. Uh, if there was a Division 3, I'd probably hop into that. But 
you know, full disclosure, we got the Division 2 as a review copy. And we got it on PC too, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm not not tempted to play it. It's just, I've got other stuff I want to play more. Sure. You know, is if this it was still, the only thing out there, sure. They're still pulling pretty good numbers then. I doubt it. It's weird <laughs> because I feel like it disappeared and then they added that Resident Evil content, like the skins or whatever. And then they did this patch. And I think I just saw something that they said that more Division 2 content would be coming, even though that team is working on a Star Wars game. Okay. So, so apparently the numbers yeah, I was gonna still say, there. Must be pulling in something. Brandon, this one is for you. Yay. Bad news. During an earnings oh. call, Blizzard said, do not expect Overwatch 2 or Diablo 4 this year. What? Not this year, bro. <laughs> Damn it, bro. Come on. It's been over a year since we've had a very short cinematic trailer for Overwatch 2. I think it wasn't. Was there gameplay? Nope. No? Okay. They never announced anything about I when. I know, man, but it's been long enough. Oh, I don't disagree. It's been long enough. And furthermore, I would like to say, if a lot of the content in your new game is being brought over from the old game. Right. Don't yeah. have it. Don't have it take forever. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe the reason why it's taking so long is that they saw the feedback. True. About people not being pleased about it being Overwatch, you know, one point five. True. Do you know if they're doing a new engine with that? Well, since they said, I mean, at the time they said that Overwatch two players would play, be able to play with Overwatch one players. So, which is my guess is yeah. no. Brandon, I want to—I I agree with you wholeheartedly, but I want to point out the fact that we were playing Overwatch the other night, and you mentioned about how much Overwatch makes you appreciate other games, mm-hmm. more modern games, even. Yeah. Because it just works, and everything Blizzard does is right with yeah. it. So I would say have hope for whatever Overwatch Two is. That's going to be good. Oh no, I—I I have faith. I'm just hungry, Ben. Right. I'm starving. This boy's hungry. I'm hungry. I remember a moment playing Overwatch where, like, and I don't play it anymore just because moved on to other stuff. But, sure. Um, you're right. It just works. That moment where I was like, this game is just good. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's it's, and I couldn't even really put my finger on what it was. I kept drawing you back to it because it's not that deep of a game necessarily. It doesn't have the most, you know, modes and maps and whatever, but it works so well and feels so good that it doesn't matter how bad yeah. you do. It's great. Every match yeah. feels great. It's fun. Yeah, no. I everything surrounding Overwatch One has been great. Yeah. The seriousness of competitive. Um yeah. Yeah. you know, the constant updates. I mean, I'm getting weekly maybe not weekly, probably like twice a month, still getting patch notes from the updates for Overwatch. They're still changing characters very slightly to balance them. Nice. And I just think I agree with you, Ben. You're right. Let's backpedal a little bit. They do great, but I am hungry. Yeah. So, hey, speaking of competitive, not to derail Dustin's mm-hmm. topics, and I know this is supposed to be a quickie, but mm-hmm. uh, did you see that Call of Duty Black Ops added competitive? Put an anti cheat in, and then we can talk. Uh, I don't disagree with you there, but have you, I didn't know if you'd tried it yet. No, I thought I, that was your jam. I haven't tried it. I never have even participated in Call of Duty. Yeah. It's something I could be interested in. Is there any incentive to play aside from just playing in a competitive game mode? Yeah, I don't think so. Who cares then? I mean, yeah. you, you get a rank yeah. and stuff. I, so I was going to say, you know, like I could play an Overwatch and get gold guns for my favorite characters and flex mm-hmm. on my friends. Um, if I can't do that, what's the point? Fair yeah. enough. All right. Just have fun with it. Yep. Yeah. I only have one more quickie. It's very quick. Grand Theft Auto 5 has now sold over 140 million units. It's insane. Bro, listen, the Twitch numbers on that game, still insane. Isn't it the RPers? Dude, something is happening within the past couple months. Insane. That shit is almost always near the top on Twitch. I don't know what community is being brought around this. I think, think like, rappers are getting on it and everything. I'm serious. But they are still pulling crazy numbers. Have you watched any of those really serious RP streams? I've seen people troll them. Yeah. I do. That annoys me. Yeah. It's like, let the people, yeah. they want to do their nerdy Grand Theft Auto yeah. shit in peace. Let them. Yeah. Let them be. Yeah. But 
that game came out. I had a different wife and I'm about to have my seventh anniversary. <laughs> like that's how long we've been talking oh about Grand God. Theft Auto five. I didn't mean to just stop in the middle of what you were saying, but what'd you say? 140 million? 140 mil. Wow. Over 140 wow. mil now. Wow. Am I one of those players still? Even yeah, though, why not? You know, you're, you you can copy. Yeah. 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 And they will sell more when the PS five version yeah. comes out for sure. I might buy the PS five version. If they're not going to give us a six anytime soon, it might be time to jump back in. Well, it's a free assume, upgrade, isn't it? Yeah. Fantastic. Even better. Yeah. Guys, what Although about, if you only bought it on three and not on four, then, you know. Mm. I'm surprised they I didn't. I bought it on four. I didn't play it until four. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't try to resell us uh, Red Dead Redemption yet on PS5. Huh. Yeah. It'll come. I It'll honestly come. thought that whenever they were pushing the online again, yep. that they were going to try and drop something. You know, just to wet the whistle. But I think what they're trying to do is trying to double dip right now with the online. Yeah. Obviously, the success of GTA Online is nowhere near the success of Red Dead Online. I think they were just trying to bump that up a little bit. But you got to say, you know, what would make that package desirable to me, which I think this has been rumored, but the Red Dead 1 map is within Red Dead 2. Yep. What if you and you already have so many assets and stuff like that, you could remake Red Dead One within Red Dead Two. Yeah, one and two. Oof. That that would be dude, imagine the content there. Holy shit. You would never need content. another game. Yeah, man. Wow. It would take me the rest of my life to beat both <laughs> those games. That game would You never did play Red Dead Two, did you? I never did. That game is Which sucks because the first one's my favorite game of last gen. Right. Um played the hell out of that game. I, I think got a Okay. I was gonna say I think Red Dead Two is better. Yeah, I have it. I just haven't. Yeah, haven't played it. It's kind of a slog, honestly. Uh, it's a little bit too long. That's not great. Yeah. I disagree. All right, I'm back I mean, in. The oh, I just want to clarify what I said though. I mean, Red Dead Two is obviously a newer game, so it's like it has that going for it. But I legitimately think that I think I connected with Arthur. Yeah, and his story a lot more than Arthur John Marston. Who? Arthur. 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 Oh, okay. Sorry. Arthur. <laughs> I've got a plan Dude those memes were <laughs> Yeah they were Dude What's his name Um, uh, What the fuck is his name What is his name Arthur Yeah I know you're talking about dude, Dutch Dutch Dude Dutch Legendary dude Yeah Yeah Well that's all I have uh, For the show Unless that anyone's playing any new games They'd like to Talk about Dude I won't spend much time on it yeah. The God of War patch. Yeah. Very good. I've been replaying. If you haven't played God of War in a while, go back and start it over on New Game Plus. It's so fucking good. That's so good. Better than I eat. Like, it's not like I forgot because I, it, it, it has an, it's up high in my mind, right? But replaying that, I'm like, holy fuck, is this game good? Yeah. Especially now with the 60 frames in the upscaled 4K, man. It, ugh. It just hits so different like that. Gorgeous. I was thinking about how nice it would feel to throw the Leviathan axe in 4K 60. Yeah, dude. Oof. I, uh, Oof. That sounds... Everything about it. The mm. visuals, the acting, the scripts. It's just the music. It's the whole package. Brandon, I should send you a link. There's this, uh, there's this YouTube channel called Game Maker's Toolkit. They have a video all about uh, the Leviathan Axe and oh, like shit. the mechanics about it and stuff. Dude, that channel is excellent. If anyone has, you know, if you've seen it or if you haven't heard of it, check it out because it goes really in depth about game design and gameplay elements and stuff like that. It's a really neat channel. But yeah, I want to check that out, though. Yeah, I have it downloaded on my PS5. Even if you just pop it on like that's what I expected to do, but I've been playing it with Lauren and it, it just hits, man. Damn. It, it continues to hit. Phil, uh, I just thought of this out of, out of my head real quick. We, I guess we could end off with this. Yes. I saw that they're doing that judgment PS5 version. Yes. Yes, they are. Does this entice you? I guess you already played it and beat it, right? I did. Yeah. I played it and beat it. Um, reading the headline did entice me. And then I realized how many games I still have to play. Including the new, you know, Yakuza game. So right. I'm, I probably won't go back to it, but it was a great game. I mean, that was another one. Um, 
which I guess we got for a review. We got a review copy for that too. So I played through that to review it and had a lot of fun with it and uh, would like to go back, but we'll see. Probably not. Phil, you've been playing another game. Which other one? Yeah. Yeah, I've been playing The Last of Us 2. No, you've been playing another game. What? Habraxia. You've been playing another game. The heck have I been playing? What the fuck is a Habraxia? Habraxia? Is that what game have I been playing? Well, you can talk about those two if you want. Okay. You told me you played Destruction All-Stars. Yes, I played some Destruction All-Stars. And uh, I think that was the game that actually the trigger kind of made a weird pop Mm. sound. and uh, Figures. Yeah, yeah. Was it worth it? Absolutely. That is, a, it's a ton of fun. Have you guys dug, dug into that at all no. yet? Um, uh, you weren't here last week when we talked about it. Yeah, I was not. I <laughs> it was wasn't not. too favorable. I wanted a Rush 2049 type of a game, which you kind of get to some extent, and then they pop you out of the cars. Everything on foot is terrible. Um, I don't think they should ever have you get out of the vehicles, but the driving around and hitting cars is fun. Isn't that a major part of the game, though? Yeah. I, mean, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 50% of the game. Yeah, run around. Just like, yeah, I'm not about getting it. crystals and whatnot. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, trying to find a fucking car to get into, and yeah. Um, but I, I enjoy the driving part of it. But the the rest is whatever. But it's a it's a good way to kill. You know, sometimes you have those little bits of time. You know, you don't have time to really dive into anything extensive, and you're like, ah, I can get in there, hop in, play a round or two. Sure. Yeah. So. Sure. Having fun with that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Phil. Cool. I don't really want to go too in-depth, but yes. just one more thing before sure. we end. What's the change of heart with The Last of Us? I just want to know. For me? Yeah. Um, I played it now, and it's good. For The Last like, of Us Part 2? Yeah. Okay. You I always just, said you were going to play it. I always said I was going to play it. I was Around award time especially, I was very, you know, Ghost of Tsushima, and I really wanted that to kind of win because that's what I was playing. And, I, you know, when I, both of them came out fairly similarly. Uh pretty close together i think within a month or so and i just remember really liking one over the other and so i played the one that really sucked me in more but uh i think i'm probably three to five hours into it now and it's got me yeah yeah it gripped me pretty good you were also hit with some fake spoilers i was i was and that kind of upset me and just i don't know um three to five hours in you should have already been past that then yes yep well now yeah. yeah i was no yeah i am now when I first started, I only got about an hour into the game originally, and it was just like, uh, well, I've heard some things. I'll just right. something else. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I always wanted to go back to it, and uh, I think more than anything, I just there's a lot to play right now, but I'm just kind of prioritizing like what's most important before too many more PS5 games start to kick out. So, yeah. and that's uh, that's up there. So, oh fuck, I, I keep talking, but I beat Hitman Three. Yeah. No, so did I. Yeah, good stuff. We can talk about it maybe next week, but yeah. I feel like I want to play that. I don't know if I'll like it, but I want to play I don't it. know if you'll like it either, but it's not like a typical stealth game, but it is a typical stealth game. Yeah. Um, I have I could have beaten it three times by now, but I've been playing every level until I'm totally sick of it, basically. Uh, I have some... I have another reason why I need to finish it, so I'm just trying to play every level once now. I'm on the third one. Um, but it's just so tempting to be like, oh, I bet I could do that different if I do it. Yeah. Time. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you can talk about Hyperoxia too if you want. Yeah, um, that's the hardest fucking game ever, and I'm real <laughs> bad at it. And so I would have already written about it, but I can't write about it because I haven't played enough of it because of how terrible I am. Yeah. So it's a great game. It's really well made. I am just so bad at it <laughs> that I I can't really talk about it much. And I think I think if I was good at that game, um, yeah, it <laughs> it's that's the reason I haven't talked. To I only brought it up because you mentioned it. I did, and I. Just I, to clarify, I was trying to I, think through the list of games I was playing. Yeah, I you know I've I've tried to get into that game quite a few times, and really, um, I'm real bad at it. I'm gonna keep going, get better at it. Yeah. Um, it's uh, just to put it out there, Dustin <laughs> and I have conflicts yeah. galore with that game, so we can't right. really talk about it other than yeah, you know. I mean, as long as you know that, we we can say something. Right. Yeah, but I I do think it's uh it's a well made game. I just think it reminds me of how bad I used to be at you know. Those type of games. And still am? Of those type, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, but, you know, I feel like I thought that way about Twin Breakers at first, and it got a lot easier as you got used to it. And yeah. So um, I will dive in more on that and hopefully can give a better yeah. <laughs> indication. And I'm just, it reminded me, uh, yeah. It's hard. Some, Dude, I think it is hard. I The tough. first time I played it, I was like, this is really hard. Yeah. And then you kind of learn... I don't know. 
it's rewarding. It's it's a type of hard though that like when you get past something you didn't get past the first time or whatever the last time you went, it feels good. It, it's not just like you're at the end of the level. Let's move on to the next one. Well, so. then you should try Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dark Souls. Yeah, and that's. Damn. I mean, that's at this stage in life. Like, I'm just don't have time for hard games. So that's right. fair. It's fair. It's yeah. fair. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for the HP podcast this week. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. We appreciate it. If you want to join our Discord, check us out, handsomephantom.com slash Discord. And uh, make sure to leave us nice ratings, reviews, all that good stuff. We would appreciate it. So until next week, see you guys later. The HP podcast is fan funded through patreon.com slash handsomephantom. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Jared. Ali C83, Josh Cummings, Edward Walton, Stewie 108, Charles Pedersen, Toby Ryland, Matthew Major, Straw Hat Ninja, Josh DeBerry, Michael J. Sutherland, Jared Cavaliero, and Jason Cannon. Ah, I was trying to say that I've cranked a couple off just since I've been here and I couldn't wow, get it wow, out. I couldn't dude, get it out he, he without get it a out. laugh, so that's all right. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.